I'll send her Kim pics because she gets irritated. Whatever irritates Kim, I like Too to do. funny, mama. <laughs> so <laughs> that I was Special edition with three people who appreciate mothers. Andre Lavelle joining live from Los Angeles. My name's Chris Denman. I'm in St. Louis at Midcoast Studios. But most importantly, we have Yamanika Saunders returning. She's live in New York. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Funny Mamas. If you're in the live chat, let us know uh, what you want to talk about today. If you've got questions, we're going to talk about Sherry and Kim, maybe a little gossip here and there. We're going to talk about stand-up comedy, all kinds of fun stuff. Yamanika, how are you feeling today? Great to see you. I'm under the weather, but I'm here to be one funny non-mama. <laughs> You're filling in for Kim. What does that mean? Um... <laughs> That's accurate. There you go. You're sick. What's wrong? It means yeah, the world's yeah. I love Kim. Yeah. And Sherry. I love being here. Let's not let's get the questions off of me for a second. <laughs> this is, we have a professional operation here. Andre Lavelle, you're the uh the most popular uh character in the two funny mamas world. How's it feel? And what's going on? You're are you in the middle of a project? Uh, yes, actually, and someone is knocking at the door. Who the hell is that? <laughs> Two funny moments is going to be Chris Denman. Yep. This is the worst. If, if I don't come back, killed me. Hold on. Go ahead, talk. This is hilarious. Yamanika can barely speak. I'm a white dude in St. Louis who's not a mama. <laughs> Yamanika's... I will tell everyone that they can catch me at the Comedy Connection in Rhode Island, December Let's tell 16th them. through 17th. That's this. Friday and Saturday, there's two shows per night. Come out. Come out and let me know that there's black people in Rhode Island. <laughs> I've seen a I'm documentary called Family Guy that's based there, and I haven't seen too many black folks. One family, maybe. Well, you know, Lavetta <laughs> had that affair with Quagmire, so things got kind of hairy, including the side of feel? Do you feel like you're... <laughs> Your quagmire in real life, Andre? Uh, it depends on who I'm opposite. But I know if uh, Yamanika keep baking that chicken, we might get a little giggity when I get to New York. Hey. Oh, is that all it takes? Some baked chicken? <laughs> well, remind hey. me to go to Costco and get that rotisserie chicken and throw it in the oven. I can get enough for <laughs> Wait, are you all Are you all talking in code right now? Is, mm -hmm. this, is bacon chicken something I'm not aware of? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Well, good to know. All right, so Yamanika, you're going to be in Rhode Island when? One more time. December the 16th through the 17th. That's this Friday and Saturday, two shows a night. I'll be there with my good friend Jonathan Randall. Come out and support. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Yay. All right, we have to only let Yamanika speak in short bursts today so we don't want to burn out her voice <laughs> right away. Andre, okay, so you just had, uh, you just had your uh, flashlight delivered. What else are you working on? <laughs> What do you, you do? You've got, I like the setup. You're in the new house we've heard about. What's happening? I'm staying, staying busy trying to make sure I can pay this rent. Uh, <laughs> That's so the I'm thing about a nice place. Something. You got to yeah, pay the bills. Think, yeah, this is a production crib. So, you know, I, actually, after I finish this podcast, I have a meeting with some people that I, and I got a show tonight. So I'm, I'm trying to stay busy. 
Uh, I don't have a TV show. I'm not as busy as Sherry and Kim, but I'm trying. I'm catching. I'm trying. I'm working. I'm running. You are, but you've got a live show tonight. Where are you performing? Uh, somewhere in Culver City. Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm trying to get out more because I'm getting ready for the, you know, uh, TFM tour that the, we have set up. So I'm working on some clean material because, uh, you know, since Sherry's on TV every day and Kim has a show and, you know, I got to be all politically correct now. Not really, but I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to do the best I can. I, I'm me, bro. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I wasn't born with the Bill Cosby gene to talk about my brother and sister. Uh, I'm, well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you, I, Yamaniki. You do you perform all over the place. You're also. Well, I um, thought you were gonna say I do Bill Cosby impressions. I um, I do perform all over the place. You know, Andre, that is a humongous g mug of water. That's when you know people just moved in, or either they check ain't hit their bank account yet. Big. <laughs> the glob of water in a mug that don't make no kind of sense. What do you want the Flintstones? I drink about 12 of these a day. I, I try and keep my system clean. See, you got to drink more water. You wouldn't have that mucus flowing like that. First, well, I don't, oh well, I drink this a lot of well. water. I, I, okay. I think, yeah, I drink a lot I'm of water. I'm seeing your workout videos. You're getting it in, girl. Hey, I'm proud of you. Looking good oh, over there. Okay. All right. So let's, let's redirect because I was getting ready to go somewhere and all this positivity to me from a black man has given me the pause to decide to be your piece in this uh, conversation. Let me tell you something. It's a war zone. If you're a black dude, if you jump onto Yamanika's lives on Instagram, personally, with a, a guy with as many black dude friends as I have, I don't feel mm -hmm. welcome there. Yeah. <laughs> she's, been, it's, it's, she's been on it. Well, if if a black man comes to my um, Instagram and anything that I talk about when I talk about the realities of what black women have to face in this society and world, and they feel some kind of way about it, I most certainly think they are part of the problem that I'm talking about. We are here about having conversations that are moving forward. Um, our people, number one, and especially black women who have been catching a lot of hell um, these last couple of years of late. And it's important to me as a black woman to make sure that I illuminate those things and have a place of support and refuge for black women to come and have their feelings. Well, we're okay. not really familiar with that here at Two Funny Mamas. We all going through it. We all go through it. And, and rather than bump heads, we need to be more like this and no, have no. communication for understanding. No, no. If one person is barking is listening, there can be no understanding. No, well, first of all, I'm going to say no, we don't to that because that's not even what I'm addressing on my um, if, uh, site. One of the things that I address on when I go live, when I talk about issues with black women that are very important, I talk about the high level of domestic abuse rates for black women. I talk about the large femicide rate towards black women. I talk about how black women are underrepresented when it comes time to speak about crimes against women. Um, those issues are very important. It's, that's not an issue about whether I'm bumping heads with somebody or not. I, if you feel I'm bumping heads with you with the facts, then we're not having the same conversation. And I think black women have been asked far too long 
to continue to stand in a position of support, which we have been doing for a long time, and being a um, uh, a, a a place of refuge, especially to, for black men and protecting black men with very little reciprocity. So a lot of black women are tired, they're burnt out, they're, um, you know, feeling frustration or anxiety. And I want them to know that as a black woman who has a platform as well, I understand what they're going through. And this is a space to let them know that you are okay and that your life matters. And Yamanika's Instagram can be found at Yamanika. She's on there all the time. Lots of people in the live chat. You can check that out. Andre, you good with that? It's a good message. Uh, definitely. Uh, I have nothing to say because uh, I'm good. <laughs> we joke. We joke around. And she's like, oh, it gets heavy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I get very serious about because I've been joking for a long time. When it comes to black women, I don't joke anymore. It's, it's dangerous for us. So there's a lot of things I'll joke about, but not about that and not about when black women are trying to express their vulnerability and express their frustration and how many people are unwilling to listen to us or think that we are just complaining for the sake of complaining. But Andre has been in my life many a times. Uh, you know, I have acknowledged him there. We have laughed. We have joked. Um, he has participated in a very productive way. So there's no reason for me to have a back and forth for him. He's not even part of the problem that I'm talking about. Well, there it is. Look at Yamanika. She's out here. She's a voice for you and I. <laughs> Not I, personally. She's a voice for all of us. We've got comments and questions. Sick in the head. Thanks you for the question. Uh, throughout the show, if you don't mind, I know uh, we like to keep it scatterbrained here on Two Funny Mamas. I'm going to work in some random questions, and stuff, if that's okay with the talent today yeah. <laughs> from the audience. Okay. Isn't that also you? You're the talent, too. I don't think we're having an eating contest. Oh, Chris. <laughs> that's that's going to be my... You so, you're always self-deprecating, man. You, 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 yeah, it's, it's you more fun do, that way. A few little pounds on you, you know? No, nobody... Because yeah. nobody wants to hear the good... Okay, I learned this. I think I've said this on this show or at least B's show before. So when myself and my co-host started our radio show and we got some traction and we had quite a few listeners quickly as someone who's lived the kind of life I've lived nobody mm -hmm. wants to hear fighting and fucking stories because you're always <laughs> going to tell the good ones or whatever everybody wants to hear different stuff so it's it's kind of weird sometimes when you think you're having fun and you piss off half the people listening so announcing the mocha podcast network an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians sherry shepherd and kim whitley we're funny and we have a yes. point of view we call that edumatainment that's what we call it is that what it is veteran tv journalist rolanda watts Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. 
with a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. There's a little peek That's, behind the scenes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, you if can I only talk. If I ain't fighting, I'm fucking. If I ain't fucking, I'm fighting. <laughs> That's, my mom. That's my middle name. Fighting in fucking Denman. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like a little F and F. Well, that's uh, that's what this tattoo on my right arm means. Uh, <laughs> question from sticking ahead. Wine, you get a little of both, both worlds. There you go. Hey. Now we're talking. Little, you know, hey, all good. <laughs> good question from sticking ahead, and this is something. How quickly before the question, do you all put much um, effort into New Year's resolutions or New Year, New Me type stuff? No, I, I used don't. to, so I've been there. Yeah. Well, this is a question. What's one thing that you learned about yourselves in 2022 and one thing that you want to focus on in 2023? I think that's a good way to phrase it too. Cause it's not, you know, new year, new me or whatever. Andre, you start. Uh, I've come to realize that life is short and fragile and, uh, I no longer make excuses. I just do it and have fun while I'm doing it. Cause tomorrow's not promised. So there it is. That's a big lesson. And then in 2023, what are you hoping to do? Get this damn TV show out. That's what I'm working on. I, I need a TV show, either in front of the camera or behind the camera directed. So that's- Is that's that Harriet Tubman? Yeah, this is actually uh, the intro to a show I, I did, uh, I produced. And so it's the it's the intro, the credits. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's deep. Mm-hmm. You all have you. you all have been on a TV show together before. Yeah. He didn't know who I was. I was scoping from the back. Like oh <laughs> that didn't come out. That didn't come out. I right think it there. came out exactly how you wanted it to come out. <laughs> Not exactly how it come out. <laughs> all right. Same questions for you, Yamanika. What do you think? Um that's an interesting question. I think normally my New Year's resolutions are, you know, the status quo stuff like um, lose weight, eat better, stop doing this, stop doing some vice, focus on this, career stuff. I think in the last, um, since the pandemic, I've, I've gone through a lot of changes, like emotionally, um, mentally. And one of the things I learned about myself or I discovered about myself last year is that um, my ability to um, have uh, intensity and love or concern for certain situations or people have often gotten in my own way. And I'm learning to love myself in a way that doesn't um, 
you know, learning to love people in a way that doesn't impede on my own self-love and also learning to not care um, what people think, you know? I mean, I'm not really big on caring about what people think, but I am definitely somebody who has responded <laughs> to people. I don't care what they think. You know, a little bit of his pettiness, but... Um, <laughs> that'll Hey, pettiness will motivate and uh, get things done too. Yeah, I'm a human being. I'm subject to be a bitch and be rude and nasty and impatient. Those are parts of me that, um, you know, I, I can acknowledge. But there's also uh, a really sweet, vulnerable part of me that's very nice and caring and concerned. And I want to see her show up in the world and, and the way she deserves to show up. Um, and for that, I have to, you know, I have to focus on um, creating space. That's why, you know, not to have antagonizing conversation as before, but that's why it's so important to me because I don't think uh, especially black women get a space to where they get to be vulnerable, um, express pain or frustration or any of those things without feeling that they have to also be defensive or at the same time feel that they have to um, sequester their feelings in, for the hopes of presenting themselves as not being weak. So, you know, and we all should be doing that, not just black women, but. And see, what you expressed is the same feeling that as a man, I go through that. So we're not different to a certain extent because in this society, in this country, I go through the same thing. If I speak up, I'm overly aggressive, I'm hostile. If I'm too kicked back, I'm a punk. You know, if I want to cry in front of my woman, she I'm too much emotion, then I shut down. You don't show enough emotion. It's, it's constantly walking on eggshells trying to figure it out. But once you realize that none of this shit really matters because we're only here for this long, just do you. And hopefully you're running to somebody who's on that same path and then it'll work out. I'm, I'm not looking for anybody that's on a path, um, but I appreciate that conversation. Let's get, get Yamanika an improv class while we're at it. I think what I want to say is, I want to say to Andre, I do appreciate you saying that. I think what gets missed oftentimes in this particular dialogue is I'm not trying to do a tit for tat. I, if, if your response to me saying that I'm being frustrated is that you're also frustrated and have frustrations, we're not having a conversation as to my response to you would be in which ways do you feel frustrated? In which ways can I help you not feel frustrated? That's a conversation where we both listen and then we, we ask, how can we show up? Um, and sometimes it can often be dismissive when people do express that and then other people go, well, I'm also frustrated. I'm not saying that's what you're trying to do, but I'm just saying like, these are the conversations I want to entertain now and entertaining conversations and spaces with people who don't want to have solutions with me and I have solutions with them is, uh, you know, it, that's where I think we're having most of the problem. So. There it is. I'm sorry for it to be a tit for tat vibe. I was saying that I understand where you're coming from because we're both, we both go through the same thing. So if we both realize we're on the same page, we won't bump heads when these conversations happen. It's like, okay, I can relate to you. You can relate to me. Let's talk about it, figure it out and move mm -hmm. past it, move on so we can grow together because 
in this situation, we're not enemies. We should be allies because the weight of this country is on both our shoulders. We're both out there picking the cotton. I'm not your enemy. Take me off you the know screen. What I'm we- Take me off the screen. <laughs> keep it. Number one, keep it on the screen. Take me off I'm sorry. Keep it on the screen. That's I mean, as, I don't think I don't think you're my enemy, and I've never reacted to you as you're my enemy. You and I have had very pleasant exchanges, and I think you're quite interesting and entertaining and fun, and I get a great spirit off of you. Um, it's a larger conversation when we are people who are public speak figures that have to talk to these louder conversations that get echoed out into the world. So yeah, no, I don't think you're my enemy. I don't think um, a good portion of the men that are in my life, black, white, or anything else are my enemy. If I did, I wouldn't be around them. And I most certainly wouldn't come on to funny mamas to spend time FaceTime with you. You, you know, I wouldn't even think you were worthy of this face. Okay. There's the funny. That's, that's where we're going for. How about this? Uh, not to. My chicken, I have to come off. My chicken is beeping in the background. And should I cut the camera off? Absolutely not. This is two funny mamas. You're playing the part of Kim Whitley today. But I also have my pajama shower pants on. Show them off a little. Peacock around. <laughs> Fashion show. There you go. Let us know in the comments if you uh, if you like Yamanika's shorts. Uh, how about this, Andre? This is a New Year's resolution I think we could all get behind. Um, not that we... Uh, be- Here it is. I don't Best- have this show. I got an ugly sweatshirt on. Darn it. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, shout out to Lalia uh, D. Lalia D. Best New Year's resolution is to use the bathroom before leaving my house. That's, I like that. Look at you, Yamanika, with your Brussels sprouts. Hello. Is that, is that, was that Snoopy that like he would smell something and like he would get carried through the air? What was a cartoon? You know what I'm talking about? That's going to be me and you. Yeah. That's me and Andre right now. We're catching that. We're smelling that. We're going to start floating towards New York. It smells great, guys. I'm not even gonna lie. Oh my gosh! No, that's perfect. If you have some New Year's resolutions, I like uh, I like that one. I like the simple stuff. I don't ever get too involved in the. I'm gonna do this by that one. Uh, And shout out to Nathan Orton. He's a comic in uh, in New York. Actually, he is a. Mm -hmm. This is an old joke, but he uh, he would do a crowd move um, where he it would be like the end of February or March, and he'd be like. How's everybody's New Year's resolutions going? And everybody <laughs> just like, because everybody forgets about them like two weeks into January. But those are like a thing. But I think if you just set yourself up for like the year, what you want to accomplish, I think that's way better than trying some insane, like, I haven't done this since 1201 of the new year. I don't know. It's too easy to fall back on that bad habits and stuff. Have you ever had a funny New Year's resolution? Have either of you done anything ridiculous that you knew you wouldn't go through that you can remember? I, I did I don't, something. I don't know if it was ridiculous, but I no. Go ahead, Andre. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Huh. Ladies first. Careful, <laughs> you're gonna open up some new dialogue on why that's. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to welcome to TED to, <laughs> TED Talk to Funny Mamas with Yamanika today. Andre, thank you for. We're here to learn first. and not laugh today. 
thank you, but I feel I feel seen. I feel like a lady. I could. <laughs> <laughs> she acts like such a badass and then if you talk to her and you get to know her a little bit sweet as sweet as pie i am i that's my downfall i um this is my downfall I, <laughs> when, when i say somebody need to show up and show out on them bangs of yours and just completely get rid of it no it we're is, going it is jason i'm jason mimosa and then uh <laughs> Jason Mimosa. His his drunk cousin. Jason Momoa's drunk cousin. Jason Mimosa. Oh my God. First of all, you know how to swim? Hell yeah. I don't like the way you said hell yeah. Anyway, my <laughs> let's uh, let's set Chris up to fail every five minutes or so with how he responds with black. Now he. I've been swimming since I was like three months old. And my grandparents had a pool and lived on a lake, and uh, I I grew up. I since before I could talk, I was probably swimming. Oh, cause okay. Well, I've been swimming since I. Why did your grandparents have a pool? <laughs> I grew up with a pool. I, I'm aware. I know. Sorry. We Go back count to you were swimming in that ambiotic fluid in your mother's stomach. I mean, how long have you been swimming on Earth? I'm swimming through the currents of this episode, trying to have a good time right now, and I'm drowning, baby. Drowning, baby. <laughs> I did. I cut you off. Andre was kind enough to give you the floor. What about your the New Year's resolution? Were you going to say? I, this is what I did. I decided I didn't want, I'm not a big drinker anyway, but I decided I didn't want to go a whole year without drinking. And I did, I had one slip up when I got, can I say I got high? I got B, oh. B flat fills in on this show. Like, come on. Okay. Yeah. So I got high and made a mistake and had um, a sip of Prosecco before I realized, Oh my God, I'm not supposed to drink. And that was towards the tail end of the year. Mm. But yeah, I felt a great sense of accomplishment. There's nothing like saying you want to do something for a year and sticking to it. I think it's, it's something that we all should do at least once in our lives. And I felt a great sense of accomplishment. And I was proud of myself. Cool, cool. Look at you. What about you, Andre? Anything ridiculous that you look back on that you're like, what was I thinking? Uh, not really. I make a to-do list every day. And... I have a, a daily to-do list, a weekly, and a monthly. And in that way, at the end of the year, I can see what accomplishments I've done. So if I don't if I don't see anything moving forward, I feel like I'm stagnant, you know? So even if it's just basic stuff to do, get up and empty the trash. I did it. Check it off my list. And yeah. then I feel, I feel like I'm, I've done something every day. You know? Yeah. You look like the type of dude that does a to-do list. And this is why I'm saying this, You, it may not be you necessarily, Andre, but somebody like you, I should have as a partner. I definitely don't do to-do lists. <laughs> I'm chaos. So I wake up and I go, is my house on fire? Check. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Still breathing. Did I breathe? Right, Chris. Mm -hmm. Did I breathe? Check, I am. Is McDonald's still delivering through Uber Eats? Check, <laughs> you done. That's my to-do list every day. Is my house on fire? No. Am I breathing? Yes. Is McDonald's doing a two-for-one Christmas 
apple pie with the sprinkles on top through Uber Eats. Yes. Can we get a single shot of Yamanika and uh, continue this, please? <laughs> oh, you want to know the other things that are on my Christmas list? Yeah, I want to hear it. Let's hear it. I want What's someone... on your Christmas? Why do you deserve these items, Yamanika? Tell us. Because she's somebody... been I have been good. I've been You're good crushing it. Year. You've had a good I've year. Good year. I was really bad the year before. I was good this year. I want somebody to take my Duolingo lessons for me every day. <laughs> that's Andre. That's where you come in. As, <laughs> as her comedy business partner, you <laughs> take those lessons so you all can do a special in oh, another yeah, country. Andre and I can be comedy business partners and we can call our company Water Mug and Water Mug. <laughs> <laughs> Waterbug and Waterbug Incorporated. <laughs> I'm almost finished. I'm half done. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> you has- so clear. Yeah, he got good clear skin. Now, <laughs> what does. happened that the water didn't stop you from going gray since you talked okay. so much about water? Okay. <laughs> That's just genetics. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think it was a career so, choice. He he loved the name Gray Fox so much. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a career choice. Sorry, Andre. What were you saying? Yeah, you're right. That's what it was. It was a career choice. It had nothing to do with genetics. That's right. <laughs> Is there any way we could put a, a CGI gray beard on Chris and see how he can rock this gray? Um... <laughs> Tell you what. That's enough. I wish I had his hair on top. Cause he's constantly doing like this. This is all I can do. Isn't that annoying? Let me fix my hair. Walking Prell commercial. Prell commercial. (laughs) What about it? (laughs) I love when Chris laughs like that. What is silly? What? Okay. Is Prell exclusive? You want a what? I want to get a lace front. So I can have hair like. No, you don't need that. I think hair will pull you out. I think it would pull you out of where you are. What kind yeah. of lace do you want? You want like a high top fade? What do you want? No, I don't want to look ridiculous. It'll look more natural, you know, but just a little something, something. Kayla. I miss being able to part it and just do stuff with my... That's the only reason I keep this. This is the only hair I can... <laughs> it's always but it's I... always greener on the other side, greener grass on the other side, right? Grass is always greener, that, that whole thing. Because if you were choosing well, to shave your head, you'd just love it. Hmm? I used to have locks. And uh yeah. Oh, that's how you went bald because of the stress of the hair? No. Um <laughs> I shaved <laughs> now I'm gonna get emotional. My grandmother had cancer and the last time I saw her healthy, I let her shave my head because her hair was coming out. And so after she passed, I just never grew my hair back. That's a beautiful story. That's beautiful. I get that. Behind me I got I used to have two holy oils that my grandmother prayed over. I got I lost one at the airport because they wouldn't let me go through with a large bottle of oil, so I only have one. But I understand that. My grandmother prayed over these oils many years ago, and she's now no longer with us. So it's a way for me to keep a part of her spirit with me. I plead the blood of Jesus over any place that I live with these oils. You know, whenever I'm going through a crisis, I pray with these oils. So I get that. You're a, you're a really good grandson. Now, Chris, what have you done for your grandmother? My grandmother will get to see me on Christmas Day. She'll mm-hmm. be uh, allowed to 
shower me with gifts, uh, provide oh. me with a Christmas dinner, probably several alcoholic beverages, and mm-hmm. I will enjoy the comfort of the furniture they have set up around their house that they want people to enjoy. So I bring a sense of peace to her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by exercising the feelings that they created us to have you give her purpose yes and you know what (laughs) i don't i don't mean to come after you all and Uh Uh be up here you know i don't Uh mean to i don't mean to step (laughs) over you all but when Uh you do Uh the things and have the commitment as Uh a grandson that Uh i do Uh sometimes the facts seem kind of up there you know let me say this what the, what you just said about your grandmother reminded me the the 12 days of christmas and it sounds like on the first day she gonna have a nigga in a pear tree coming to her house with an empty plate and a tupperware bowl if i was your grandmother i would put you outside like the cat on the flintstones i cannot believe that you would put your grandmother through that amount of working and bringing and she got to bring your alcohol beverages like she's some type of stewardess on Delta Airlines. Mm. Crazy. <laughs> I can't help it that she's uh, got the hospitality bug, you know? <laughs> no. She don't have the hospitality bug. She got the Chris, my grandson bug. <laughs> That's what she got. She needs to eliminate that bug. Uh, for So to, to <laughs> jump on to what you all were talking about, my grandpa had to do some uh, radiation therapy like a few years back, many years back now at this point. And it was when I was choosing to shave my head because my uh, bones were a little more obvious in my face at that time in my life. Uh, <laughs> so I brought, I went and I sh- we shaved our heads together uh, outside on their, uh, their front patio. And he's you know, still with us. It's been uh, 10 years since. Uh, but this, they always host Christmas. So this year... They had a few health issues. Both my grandparents, so lucky to have them at, you know, the age I'm at anyway. Um, shout out, big shout out to my parents because they work so hard anyway. But my grandparents have the perfect setup for us all to go hang out. Big family Christmas every year. So my parents and aunts and uncles will help out. I'll legitimately help out. It's not all just uh, cocktails and uh, feet up. Uh, we'll help get the dinners ready. We'll have like, we're going to have two waves of people. My grandma, instead of <laughs> saying you no. Say that. You say that, but every picture I've seen from the holidays, you got feet up with a drinking hand with looking at the deer out in the woods. <laughs> That's just what I send you to let you know that I'm taking a break. No, we'll we'll work on uh, on dinner, and instead of sending the holiday elsewhere, which is what I was like, yeah, you guys don't need to host this year. It's so hard hosting people. People don't realize how much work goes into it, and they we'll have like prime rib and all this great food, and. Uh, they still, they're insisting on having it still. So we'll do two flights of family coming through a whole gift thing twice appetizers and drinks on Christmas Eve. And we'll all be, uh, they'll be doing a lot of pointing and telling us what to do. So they're natural leaders and managers. So that'll be good. I'm going to think you of you, to- all of that food while I'm here eating top ramen. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to think of I'll Chris. I'll send you a picture of the prime room. With my cup of noodles on Christmas. No, can't you go to can't you go to Kim's and uh, and sneak in for a plate? Kim, she's probably gonna go back home. You know, oh Cleveland, yeah, yeah. 
carries in New York. Those are my only two plate runs, so I'm, I'm all alone on Christmas. You need to start. <laughs> you need to start making better friends with Caroline Ray. Uh, I could go to Caroline. I don't. Just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could. That just sparked something in his head. What'd you say? Do Do Canadians season their food? Hmm. See, that's the thing. I, I, that'll yeah, they do. Back. They do because they have to. It's they get big elk and they have to store chunks of meat for long periods of time, so that requires salt. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, just, that's not the eighteen hundreds, <laughs> but salt. yeah. You know, I've know. never heard Caroline say "a." Mm. All the time I talk to her, she doesn't talk very Canadian. She doesn't say "a." That's crazy. Are there any topics for us? <laughs> she steers us off topic for 40 minutes and then now she wants a topic I steered you off topic for 40 minutes <laughs> why did I do that uh, were you here for the dissertation on uh, on what you're all about earlier I think we all oh, saw that oh you think that was 40 minutes <laughs> that's how I just yeah you can't trust my time I'm like I give you an what's hour what's that what's in your mug Yamini oh I have uh, emergency gummies in here along with Im immune boost and i have ginger lemon tea and hot water so oh you're real sick you sick sick uh -huh. yeah and uh -huh. you truthfully all kidding aside thank you for coming on today i know you don't feel great Anytime um, I love coming here. how about some comments yeah mark, sure. mark irvin says y'all are crazy <laughs> <laughs> sick in the head loves my idea for you uh Sneaking up to Caroline Ray. Kayla says, can Caroline cook is the question. She can mm -hmm. afford someone who can if she cannot. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the thing. Uh, she orders out. I've been a few times I've been there. She orders out. She's never cooked. I'm going to call and find out. Daphne getting, uh, getting after me in the comments says, Yam did right. not steer us off topic. We love her topics. Thank you. What a blessing. She, Thank you. Cheryl says, uh, Andre's not eating no elk. <laughs> okay, we'll do this. HR tunes in every week. I like this. Here's another question from the comments since uh, Yamanika would like a topic. What's your favorite holiday memory? Yamanika, the floor is yours. <laughs> it's a little long-winded. You, you got 40 minutes to spare, Chris? Well, I'll, I'll, hang on. Let me get a shield for all the shrapnel that might come my way. Go ahead. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I was able to believe in, you know, St. Nicholas and for a long time, but then it you was a candy in your shoes. I, I, no, I didn't get candy in my shoes. I, the thing about it is we had a fake, um, like fireplace. So I would always ask questions like, how's he coming in here? And then my grandfather who was like, not really with the whole letting me think Santa Claus was a thing would like drop subliminals. And my grandmother, who was very much into Christ, <laughs> was like, oh, he comes through the back door. You know, they just, so I used to bake cookies for him. I used to put out cookies and milk and the whole thing. That's great. And um, one year, I had made these cookies and milk, put it out. I didn't make the milk, obviously. And um I just wanted a trampoline that year. And I remember saying, I hope Santa gives me my trampoline. And then in the morning when I went downstairs, the trampoline was there. Biggest day. And it That's said incredible. Santa. And then my grandfather had a, 
hissy fit because he bought it and was like, don't tell her he bought that. I got that for her. So I was like, what did Santa get me? Because it was only one gift from Santa. And right. that was the year I found out Santa wasn't real. Andre, anything more uplifting? <laughs> you didn't say positive. No, I like that. I. It's so funny because the three of us don't have kids. <laughs> But it is like I. I think if you don't have kids, you tell me in the comments if it's different. I feel like I relate more to my, huh? Yamanika's granddad wanted crazy. He's like, I spent my money. Son ain't getting crazy. He did. He did. That that was expensive. It was. That's what I I can relate to that. But I have cats, and the cats get their own. Yeah, that give them Christmas gifts. I put gifts under the tree for them. They get their own stockings. They get they holiday um you know little mice with the snow hats on it and then they get the holiday catnip candy canes yeah what are you doing why wouldn't i treat my animals with love and courtesy during this time of celebration you don't think they feel the vibes they do they don't know about christmas (laughs) they know something's (laughs) going on (laughs) they see it they they feel it they feel the anticipation and oh i gotta show you this my gingerbread house that i made i don't i um i had a little gingerbread get together for the cats did you invite all the alley cats over right that's very cute can you is it real food i mean can you eat it is cookies yeah, I mean it's hard now. Oh, okay. It doesn't have cat hair. It doesn't have what on it? Cat hair. People always ask me about that as if I'm cooking food with my cats shaking over it like a salt pepper <laughs> Like they're an ingredient. Oftentimes, I'm telling you, some people with pets are nasty, but sometimes those are the cleanest people that you can meet. I am very particular about my cleaning space. What I'm very clean because I know I have cats and they like to be everywhere and I wipe things down. I have big, you can see in my closet over here, I got big things of Clorox wipe and paper towels and all kinds of. Oh yeah, you can see them. Yeah, I keep my my home and my environment clean because I appreciate the fact that no one wants to have animal hair in their food. You know? That's right. What about you, Andre? That's good. I don't have Andre's sizing up your place, Yamanika. You may (laughs) You may be you may have a gray beard in your life before you know. (laughs) I just look and also I just put my Look what I did. I put up my Kangol. I put my Kangol um, uh, hat display up. I got two more to put. I'm going to put it around it. So I've been doing some home improvement as well. Well, that's on Tuesday nights. You can tune in to watch B-Flats tighten up Tuesday <laughs> if you'd like to know more about that. I want to know where is Andre's workstation going to go? Is it going to go back by that, that mirror in the back? Like, Where does he get to set up shop? I'm not leaving LA, man. It's cold as hell in New York. <laughs> I don't know. My apartment is very pink. My mother said this right away. She said, what man is going to move up in your apartment? And I said, the type of relationship that I want is I want to have my own place and I want my partner to have his own place and I want us never to live together and just meet in the middle somewhere, you know, nice hotel every couple weeks. Ooh, I love (laughs) (laughs) Andre, how about a holiday before this gets... (laughs) 
before this gets moist. Let's <laughs> don't say moist. Ugh. I'm gonna get Ugh. hell in the comments for even mentioning that word. I'm oh. sure. Uh, Andre, holiday memory. Um, I have, I have I have several. The best ones were when I was a kid. You know, you wake up to the gifts and so forth. Um, I went to the uh, circus and saw. I forget their name. They're, they're they're black basketball players, but they ride unicycles. And so it was the uni, Universal Circus when I was a kid. I saw. Them oh, Universal. Went, yeah. yeah. And so I wanted a unicycle, and my dad got the unicycle for me, and that was like the best because my dad usually don't do shit. But anyway, he finally came through with the unicycle, and uh, unfortunately, I never got to learn how to ride it, but I, I kept it because it, it meant a lot because my dad got it for me. So that was that was a that was a good memory because I ain't got shit since. <laughs> That's awesome. I have, a, <laughs> I have a million great holiday memories, and I'm very lucky. My family did all that, but you were I talking about Breeze. You go into grandma's house, and she got food and everything. You got mm. loads. You know, you you got the you got the Rockwell painting. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I was gonna... when 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 the husband got killed. That's what I got. <laughs> no. Good here. time. I got the good time paint family, and you got the Rockwell paint. That's that's the difference. Okay, tell you a little Chris story, Chris. <laughs> How could I? Uh, I we... never went to Universal. They used to come to my neck of the woods. We went to see uh, Barnum and Bailey Circus. We never went to Universal. So what? Um, did they have like you know? Remember when they had all the clowns that would get in the car? What would they do at Universal? Was it crackheads all around the deli corner? Did they have a lion tamer or did they have a subway rat wrangler? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Universal, like so instead, like, because the unicorn unicycle sounded unnecessary and it seemed like there was a point in time where they might have been like greasing each other's scalp as a trick also. It was a regular circus. They didn't have as regular brothers, but you know, it was just black folks doing stuff. As all, mm-hmm. so they they were supposed to basketball. You know, hey, it was cool. It was a trick. <laughs> Chris told me stuff. to say all those things. By the way, when, when was this? This oh, I didn't. Say- <laughs> I was gonna say what is it? it's like. A, the stuntman, it's like, uh, now watches the stuntman knocks on a white father's house to pick up his daughter. Whoa! <laughs> These terrible things. Oh, my gosh. That's awful. And the bearded lady was just somebody's grandma who didn't shave a tin. Right. She handed you a church bulletin. <laughs> yeah. Beans, beans, potatoes, bananas, mugs, mugs, mugs. All right. Uh, <laughs> Next question, since we're not going to discuss my uh, holiday spirit, uh, Charles wants to know: Andre, would you make what any your holidays? Uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> white Christmas. White, yeah. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. And we were better for it. <laughs> yeah, clip it. Clip the real, that. the real Chris <laughs> finally emerges. Flip it. That's who Chris is. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the first half of Pleasantville? That was my life. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Chris discovered black people back in 1989 on TGI Friday when Urkel came on the scene and said, did I do that? <laughs> and it's ever since. I... As the days go by. He was flipping shadows right across BET. That's what happened. <laughs> What did I you tell know, you? You know, this definitely grew up in an environment where he was trying to ice skate on ice that wasn't ready yet. And <laughs> they had to constantly tell him, don't go out there and drown like the rest of them kids from two years ago. <laughs> oh, damn. I could sing the Jefferson's theme song when I was like three, by the way, if that's oh, anything. Do it too much. We're doing too much. <laughs> you can sing the Jefferson's theme song at the uh -huh. age of three. Mm -hmm. Why? Because my because uh, my mom yeah. was busy. My mom was busy preparing the caviar for the uh, horses. Oh, yo, so your mom, oh, your mom was busy preparing caviar. So because y'all didn't have a black nanny, she decided to let a black sitcom raise you. That's how how it came up. Well, it came on after All in the Family, so you know. <laughs> but for some reason he didn't even get that part of it, huh? Huh? <laughs> you stifled yourself on that part, didn't you? Huh? No, you just wanted to you so much. You're moving on up, huh? Every little white <laughs> anthem at three years old as they moving on up to the east side to a deluxe apartment. And you know what? It was it was it was troubling for my mom. Cause she didn't know what an, I was like, what's an apartment mom. She's like, I don't know. I can't double down. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him. I was like, that sounds gross. Mommy. She's like, it does, honey. Every time Chris says something, it's black women going. What? <laughs> 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 we just we just we just be chris we know you're not you, you yeah we just you playing with you good ones. <laughs> yeah. we know you i can't tell you how many times i've said that huh? <laughs> i said we know you would never call the cops on us more than twice <laughs> Depends on the situational shakedown I can uh, do for myself, you know. Oh, Lord in heaven. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Kim Sherry out today. They yeah. said, you know what? We need we need New York comedy legend and J-Lo hater Yamanika oh, to fill in. Oh, <laughs> we need Andre Lavelle, the, the co-founder of 16th Productions. And Wait. Chris Denman, the white guy in St. Louis, who no one understands why he's a part of any of this. He just <laughs> keeps showing up. This is your show today. Welcome to Two Funny Mamas, which is an no. NAACP Image Award winning show. <laughs> okay. Well, guess what? They ain't going to be up for a nomination next year because about <laughs> what I'm about to say is about to take all nominations away. I know you did not put out my vulnerability that me. <laughs> Werewolves that follow Jennifer Lopez have been, and Chris watched me and didn't open his mouth to stand in the gap. Oh. Not once. I don't know how to combat it. So let's let's uh, let's not 
we don't have to go too deep. Yamanika decided to make a statement regarding J Lo's. I decided. I decided. Can I tell it, Chris? Because already you done put this sort of white man <laughs> cover on it, and I ain't with it. I was trying and to I... put some corporate HR on top of it, no, but go I ahead. I'm going to talk to the sisters the way I need to talk to them. Now, we all heard on the streets that Jennifer Lopez was supposed to be singing Whitney. Now, come to find out that was a lie, but ain't nobody following Jennifer Lopez enough to know whether she really thought she had the ability to sing Whitney or not. And all I said was, Jennifer Lopez going to sing Whitney with whose vocal cords? It was not an attack on her career. It was not an attack on her beauty, her whatever. And then she got these kids and because I'm telling you, it's either kids that are following her or women in their 50s. It's nobody in between because everybody in between got shit to do. So it's either 15 year old boys and little girls or it's women who are 55 going, you know what? I got time to stand in the gap for Jennifer Lopez, okay? Because they all around the same age. And let me now, say something here that I did not say online on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, oh, I would love to hear what you did not say at, while you was not standing in the gap for me at all while I was under attack by Jennifer Lopez and the, um, the werewolves that she got is standing in the gap for her. The Legion of Lopez came strong for Yamanika, and I, I did just have to comment to her through text. Uh, that, that original statement... It didn't you... come for me strong. I had no... Listen, let me explain something to you. One chick... Sidebar my sidebar. Go ahead. She did a PowerPoint presentation on how much of a loser my career is next to Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I want to figure out how to take that video and turn it into my IMBD. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's number one. Number two, I told one of the girls, because they, listen, don't nobody think Jennifer Lopez can sing. Not even them. That's why they never came back with she can sing. That's what. They, that's yeah. what. I, that's all I should have said if I so I could have got my uh, my back you up points. But GSA Maven in the comments says she did tell the truth, Chris. I agree. I would. My point was going to be what you originally said. If you don't actually think that, then you're. This is a. I stole this from a long time. But stupid or liar? Are you stupid? or Are you lying? And you better hope that you're lying because that's fixable. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Everybody can sing Let's Get Loud. Let's Get Loud, okay? Da-da-da-da-da-da. Boom, 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 boom. Let's Get Loud, okay? If Anybody I was three, I would sing along to that. Sure. With the Jefferson. Well, Listen, it's a black Southern song. Free and the Slaves talking about Let's Get Loud. Everybody can sing Let's Get Loud. What I want to know is... Where was Jennifer Lopez going to get her vocal cords together enough to go, if I... That's a question I asked. Fair question. Well, who's vocal cords? Because not the one she currently got. That, that is, don't that's... mean that the girl ain't a, a woman ain't an amazing dancer. It don't mean that the woman ain't selling out all over the place, tours and concerts and this and that. It don't mean she don't have a legion of werewolves that's standing in the gap for her. Is that we all have to acknowledge that, number one, I'm never going to step off of this point. There are so many women in 
the Latinx community that can sing, that should be filling up that singing space and it should not be Jennifer Lopez. And I think Jennifer Lopez also knows that. So what they need to be more concerned about is why is there not more representation of a Latinx woman who is a Latinx woman instead of all these sort of whitewashed Latinx women that they got out here talking about they can sing, but they can't blow. But is entertainment really about talent? Or is it a popularity contest? I think we Andre, all know the Zoom in your face, zooming in all your struggle and questions and wizardry into the camera to ask me something that we all know the answer to. Of course, the entertainment business is about entertainment, which is why you have somebody like Jennifer Lopez who was able to move through entertainment the way she's moved through. I'm not here to dismiss her like she has nothing. She's an incredible dancer. We all remember her from her fly girl days in the living color. You know, she did an excellent job playing Selena. There's not things, that comment that I made was not coming for her on certain levels and certain things. They just wanted to feel sensitive because they felt some kind of way because I hit a nerve. But the reality is, yes, she has been in a lot of places because of how she looks, a lot of about what's going on. And a lot of people would question how much of the talent is warranted, especially in the category of singing. You know, we have to start putting stuff where it is. But, you know, there's a, a difference between entertainment. She's doing entertainment and entertaining well and successfully. But that doesn't necessarily also equate to people having proficiency and talent in a certain realm. You know, it's the same way when we go see Mary J. Blige, we're like, yo, we love Mary. And then people be somehow, well, Mary can't dance. I like them two and three steps that Mary be doing, but I don't think anybody thinks Mary J. Blige is on the level of dancing like Beyonce. And I don't think she would take offense to anybody saying that they're not on the same level. I mean, what does it matter? So, if for, for you to get upset about something that's been said like that, it hit a nerve because you know it's the truth. And knowing well, that Chris didn't stand in the gap for me was crazy. Let's give Andre a moment for his CNN close-up. Andre? That was so good. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hang on. All right. Andre, See, wait, why do you, you just... have 1989 cassette R&B eyes? Why do you have 1989? Oh, Tr- trigger warning for the ladies at home. It's gotten really hot on the show. Go ahead, Andre. You just made a. You just I, made a yeah, very. This is, this is the eye. I can't with you with these eyes. Yamanika, let's call out. Let's call out moments and see how Andre would react. Let's do a quick acting exercise. All right, Andre. Okay. You just made. You just made a great point to an untalented uh, white comic with more success than you on a CNN Crossfire show. <laughs> What is the, what's your facial reaction? Go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, okay. Like All right. Yam, you got one? You just went to Kroger's to get some grapes and found out that the grapes that was on sale are now $4 more expensive than they originally were. What are you doing with your eyes? Mm. Okay, it's about Chris. To finish. It's about to finish. That's good. All right, you just, you showed up, you met a woman on a dating app, and she's got a little bit of a of a hitch in her step, and she doesn't quite look like she, <laughs> like she represented herself on that. You walk in, 
It's a beautiful Italian restaurant. You're there. You're excited. It's a night off, and you've greeted her. At the, she's she's now stumbling up to the table. What's the look? <laughs> yeah, Monica, one more. Okay. You're currently listening to the radio, and you hear Kanye West say, Slavery was a choice. Mm-hmm. 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 Andre Lavelle, everybody. Give it up. What a guy. That's right. You can take that. Use that in your next reel. That's right. Thank you. I'm going to copy this and, and put it on my IG. Key, Key's running the uh, engineering today. She'll do an edit for you. She's looking at You guys were flirting a little bit before the show. Uh, March 10th, Two Funny Mamas doing a live podcast here in St. Louis, the Grandel Theater. We'll have tickets available. I'm thinking at the very first of the year. I think we'll kind of do it like that. But uh, mark your calendars if you want to come into St. Louis. It'll be a live show. Andre, do you think if you, uh, if you are here, do you think Key will make the first move or do you think that's something that you want to engage? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking of uh, investing in some photo equipment because uh, Key's kind of, you know, she, she she's got it going got, on. Know, she's a she's businesswoman herself. She's got a bunch of equipment. Really? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You and Key are going to hook up? Oh, Yamanika feels like the line's been cut. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm just, Key is young as hell. This is what oh, I'm she's, saying. She's, she's mean and 73 in her soul. Don't you worry. Yeah, but no, 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 no. She's young. Oh no, no, she looks young. She's, she's. That's part of her wolf in sheep's clothing. She, you ever see that? You ever see that movie Orphan? Text me how old she is so I can say. Text she just me. told you. Did you ever see that movie Orphan? Oh, you, you told me. I didn't hear it. Oh. Oh, she's muted. She doesn't want to. You don't want to be on. Yeah, talk. Just text. No, no, no. Just tell, tell, tell the people. People love Key. They know we're from uh, dancing at the beginning of Tighten Up Tuesday. How Hi, it's you? me, Key. <laughs> Get, how, how old do you think she is, Yamanika? I think she's 23. See, Wolf and she, it's that, like that movie Orphan. I'm telling you. <laughs> Isn't that the movie where the, I have it's like no the little idea girl? What it's an evil. About. It's I an, am 29. Yeah. Older. I look like I'm 12. <laughs> you look 12. 20, I'm 12. 29 is 29. Okay, listen, this is what I say. As long as a man doesn't put his hooks on, what is okay? What, what are, <laughs> I don't know. Are those he's like, she, she's not. No, absolutely. <laughs> wow, I'm like, what is she doing? I'm in the middle of making a point. Oh, what's okay. going on? Okay. No, no, no. We all want to see what you got from B and H. From Silver right. Fox Studios. Let's see the work. Right. Like right. Chris said, I got my own everything. So I, hear I, don't, that. I don't need anything. I need work that I, Andre thinks that he's my photography. <laughs> oh, that's your photography? Okay, yeah. I can duplicate that, but it's gonna be a lot more back fat and ass. Um <laughs> I wanted to say back. What, uh, oh, what's going on with you? Okay, where are you getting these people from? And what are you doing when these people are doing all this? Okay. All right. Okay. I'm an artist. Huh? You what? I'm an artist. I'm an artist. 
You went out in the desert with two black people while it was at the hottest point of the sun and the earth was scorching so hard that the ground was splitting and you took a picture and you calling that art teacher tree? No. <laughs> you, you need to copyright that word right there. That's that I'll put that on a t-shirt. I'm an art teacher tree. I, I also need a picture. We'll have our own photo shoot, but you're going to have to do a lot to make me look like I ain't got shit that's popping and locking in certain places. No, no, no. I was not- <laughs> As she wipes her nose. his hands through his hair like, like this, and I'm doing the other side of his hair with a hot comb. Chris will have a haircut before you see him. I promise that. Okay. See, so you give him you give him one mic opening. She's now a co-host. Good. <laughs> how, so how can we start sliding your chair all the way off <laughs> and slide hers all the way on? <laughs> I keep waiting for her to pop up in Andre's camera. I don't. First of all, let me just say this. 29 is, is fine. I mean, this dating 15-year-olds and 18-year-olds and 19-year-olds and nonsense like that is out of pocket. But 29 is fine. But um, so I stand down on what I said. Whatever age gap happens at that point is whatever it is. But I'm just, these younger girls get sort of pounced on in a weird way and I'm always protective of them because I think a young woman should have time to discover herself as a young woman and being a young woman and not be tethered by a relationship or a man Um, but at 29 you know she can swim I'll I'll quote Key about herself she grown did she say it like that? That is, that is not the that's not the words that I use what, when I what, tell you. What do you say, Key? <laughs> you grown as hell? I don't know what's happening. Uh Kayla says Chris has to grow his hair out, like Kim said. HR says, how old is Andre? 46. Uh Bird 777. Can they hear you? Are you still? Oh, you, Andre. I said Andre's forty-seven. She goes, "Oh, he he's younger than my ex-fiance." Who she, said that, King? She yeah, she's got a type. Hey now, <laughs> it's the two funny mamas it romance no you never thought you needed. It no face. <laughs> What's that? Egg on her face. Ain't no egg on my face. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to get real confused about a lot of these numbers that swirl around. But what my no, favorite my, my sorry face. my favorite two funny mamas <laughs> moment was uh, Kim was oh I FaceTimed Kim because our neighbor Kababi is a world renowned muralist. He's incredible. He's a big time muralist artist. His studio's next door to us. We're so lucky to have such a cool neighbor. Twenty years ago, he was commissioned to make uh, the next Friday. Um, I guess cover art for like a poster or something. So I'm walking through a studio and I look over and I see Kim and DC Curry paint on one of his paintings. I'm like, what is happening? Either way, I FaceTime her. She's at her uh, reunion. So I retell the story. You remember this, Andre? I retell the story on the live stream you were on. And I was like, well, Kim was in town for her 25th high school reunion. That's a big one. It's an exciting one. 
about 10 people lost their minds in the comments. That is not our 25th reunion. (laughs) (laughs) People get so upset. We don't always tell the truth here. So deal with it. (laughs) So you don't have to be confused. All right, let's say hey to some... You're smooth with it, Chris. You're smooth with it. I try to be. That's what we're going to get. Hey, let it fly. Just let it fly. Yamanika is a trained actor, but we are going to get a budget for uh, her improv classes as well. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about the live chat. Uh, HR is totally against Andre and Key. That's not to the HR. Me too. Me too. I'm glad somebody's saying it. I'm standing in the gap on that. Your mama says no. There was never a thing about me and Andre. Chris is making a See joke. They start stuff. No, I was fun. Just, Chris Keep is it going. Making a joke. And I was showing that I could take your picture. That's it. That's and I can take my own pictures, actually. So there again, there's nothing that you can offer me that I can't offer myself. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, let's see. Your mama says no key. Andre, too old for you, baby. <laughs> Daphne's saying hey to Ms. Michelle. Ms. Michelle says Yamanique is speaking the truth. Uh, the natural one says Yam is hi- historical. I think she meant hysterical, but historical. No, works. I'm both. I'm also historical and hysterical. Thank uh, you. Espera is <laughs> laughing, having a good time. Kiana Marie's laughing. Uh, Chris B says Andre needs a grown ass woman. Um, yeah. But do Andre know that? See what happens is Andre's career people, focused. Well, let me tell you something. I never when said we, anything. Went it was, I I just brought out my work to show the people I'm thinking about getting back into my photography, and then to turn into me dating Key, and now Key is like, I don't need you to shoot shit. I got my own. I love it so much. Irina says, "Tell him Key." Sick in the head says, well, there's one thing he can offer that you probably don't have, Key. I don't know. She can find about anything. So Yeah, Key got him up there sweating underneath the lawn pits like that. That's what's going on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I'm glad I'm glad you noticed that. Yeah. Yes, you need say. some steroid shots in your damn arm pits. Because the way I'm Key got to it sweating. As a- <laughs> I'm doing it too, Andre. Oh, you come on, Chris trying to act like he's so damn dry. No, they I'm put not. the pressure on. They put the pressure on. We just try, man. We can't win for losing. Hey, we're here to have a good time on Two Funny Mamas. I want to. We'll we'll hang out for a little bit longer. But I genuinely wanted to thank all of the great Two Funny Mamas fans. Um, we'll have Kim and Sherry back for. I guess what do we have left? Two end of year shows. So we've got two more weeks of. I guess next week's the twenty second, and then the 29th. So it's not quite the end of the year. We'll close out with uh, with Kim and Sherry in the next two weeks. Have a special show, have a good time. But um, while I'm thinking about of it, Brussels, oh sorry, these Brussels sprouts is banging. Woo! This is just like the regular show. Uh, <laughs> mm. I put while I'm thinking of it, thank you to all the amazing two funny mamas fans. Even today, got over 300 oh people. Brussels sprouts. I made some good Brussels sprouts. You got an air fryer? I air fry. No, I got where my air fryer. You don't put mm. any of the gross seasoning on there, do you? <laughs> you don't season Brussels sprouts. Not much of anything. My mom just texted me from uh, the Sherry Show. Oh, the program comes on tomorrow. I know the schedule, mom. She, 
My mom went to New York. She's in New York right now, Yon. Now your she mom's a your mom's a loyal viewer. <laughs> Careful what you say. Careful what you say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she comes, she comments, she she watches two funny mamas. She she watches And uh so she wanted to go see Sherry, so we made that happen and the time from the time she left Maryland to getting in the dressing room with Sherry, she texted and called me every 15 minutes. No lie. It's like, okay, I'm getting in the Uber. All right, we just arrived. We pulled up. I'm in the line. I'm calling Edie. I'm in the hallway. I'm in Sherry's dressing room. I'm like, okay, I don't need to. I love it. It's the it's the mom Domino's tracker app. Like it's the <laughs> Your mother is now walking into the studio. Your mother has now reached your... That, my mom just went to California and uh, and did a little bit of the same thing. We're entering the terminal. We're almost to the, to the plane. That just means that they love you enough to communicate with you when maybe there's a little excitement or stress, Andre. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. she's enjoying it. My mom's an oversharer. She's a, she's an oversharer. So I wonder if she was hanging she hanging out with Sherry. I'm like, okay, don't talk too much. I got, I should have told her what pull back because she'll be spilling all the beans. He peed in the bed till he was twelve. I'm like, mama, why are you going? <laughs> That's just you a joke. You peed in the bed twelve? No. no. I, I was just. Why you bring that up? Why would you say that? Then? that a, it was product. just a joke. It was funny. It was a joke. Okay. <laughs> She wasn't paying attention. Them Brussels sprouts had a whole she in them Brussels sprouts. Well, they always say there's a little bit of truth in jokes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, while Yamanika enjoys the Brussels sprouts, let us know if uh, if you have any questions in the comment. Lakeisha Mallory, is the New York <laughs> New Year's Eve show gonna be four hours long like last year? That is one <laughs> of my favorite shows we've ever done here. Sherry, we kept Kim left and came back and you're like it was like three hours later she's like you're still here she said what's happening we did a four hour New Year's Eve show last year I say only if Yamanika's on the show will it be over four hours because I know she's a big four hour podcast fan <laughs> I can do four four hours by myself just so you know I know you can we all appreciate that uh, just Riri I'm not looking for someone that's on a path <laughs> laughing about that uh let's see Esbera. uh i can't get a ticket and i'm down the road can you help me get a ticket too andre are you willing to be bribed to get a ticket for Esbera? uh inbox me let's see if we can work out was it a sherry show <laughs> yeah he only gonna help you if you're under 29. <laughs> <laughs> He'll only help you if uh, if you have similar photography as he's taken. Uh, Forever C says, I love Yamanika. We all do. Uh, Darren Jennings is laughing. Mark Williams, my man, Mark in Cleveland. Hey, Chris. Mark. Hey, Andre. Mark, Yamanika, Mark. you'd be a big fan of Mark. Sweet guy. Good yeah, friend of Kim's. Good friend of Kim's yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, Cheryl you, says that four-hour show was one of the best. Makila's laughing. Petty Boop says, I hope it is. <laughs> hey. If here's the thing, let's a little yeah. a little peek behind the scenes. If I go to Kim and Sherry and I say, "Ladies, 
settle in. We know we all have a blast when we come on here. We're mm-hmm. going to plan a four-hour New Year's Eve show to keep the tradition alive. Maybe we'll even have a charity element. They'll both, what will they do, Andre? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> ah. But if you, in the moment. Because oh, 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 Thank you. I, you know, I can't, you know, our relationship status. I can't, you know, say that. Um, but in the moment, if you know there's time, they have so much fun when they do the show. It's, you know, you got to just play it right. So maybe I could have a different guest scheduled to come on with like at 55 minutes of each hour and be like, oh, hang on, hang on. We've got Yamanika joining. Yes. And us, the fans and myself, can trick them into a four-hour show. What do you think, Andre? Uh, since Sherry talks every day now, yeah, she probably wouldn't do it. See, before she was hungry. So, right. but she gets to talk every day and she get a big-ass check to do it. So, yeah. There's that it's, problem. Andre's bringing the reality to the situation. Okay. All right. Lowner says, let's do four hours. If we get on here, Chris, they'll jump on just to get us off. They'll jump on what? Just to get us off. I hope so. I don't know. You guys, I think that I think everybody appreciates you guys. Let me just tell you guys something because I see you, there's something you need to hear. Chris, um, you are not your ancestors. You understand? You are not <laughs> the white men with the pilgrim pants and the stockings and the wigs that was up here causing havoc, wreaking havoc and getting on everybody of color's nerve, okay? He wasn't out here handing out blankets with smallpox on it. So you got to continue to keep your spirit high. You understand? The only thing that the black community cannot tolerate from you is this inconsistency with your hair. Even my cat's furious about it. He walked out to let you know that he was in solidarity. He got, oh, he got on his back in submission to say that he don't fuck with the bangs nor is he fucking with anything else, you were dismissed. Amen. What kind to of cats do you have? To Andre. Don't worry yeah. about what kind of pussy I got. <laughs> Fire. Fire. To Andre. You are not uh, the problem. You are a really good man. So is Chris. I didn't say that. I forgot to say that about Chris. Chris is a good man, too. Um, and I'm proud of you and you have such a great spirit. You're such a fun person, uh, great energy all times. I don't want anybody to think I ain't got nothing but love for you. I, I, I appreciate you. I respect you. I really like you. I think you were a good dude. So, you know, let this be said, cause, um, I know everybody in the comments section also will echo those, those things, the little things that they get on you about Chris is just, you know, a little maintenance work, a little housekeeping. You know, you know you don't need to come on no black show with your hair looking like that. You know that. You know what I'm saying? You know the vibes. Even I had to put my damn edges down because I didn't want, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sick. They're not even going to give me no reprieve. I had to I had to turn the hot comb on back there and press down a couple of pieces of my, my lace front. They don't care that I'm sick. They want the edges laid. And they want you to get rid of these damn... Bayshore bangs from uh, Baywatch. 
You got a white person's jerry curl and ain't nobody happy about it. You've been trying to talk. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. You prefer your whites looking like a cop? <laughs> Just because you're going to get on top of your hair, Chris, don't mean you're going to look like a cop. Okay? First of all, cops, most of them don't even have no dimples. That's number one. Number two, most of them don't walk around with headphones on their head 24 hours a day. And number three, most of them don't get their t-shirts out of a pack of seven with hands. <laughs> Took off my sport coat for the show. Hey, Chris. <sighs> I like the chunky huh? bike. Get that, man. I like That's... the chunky bike. You like the what? On a hog nicely, like I, <laughs> I look like I fit, I fit on a hog nicely, <laughs> like I what? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, like a, a motorcycle. I thought you were like picturing me riding into battle on a giant white. <laughs> <laughs> Key was saying something about your cat in the background. What was it, Key? Yeah, my, come here, prior. Come here, come here. Cause this is the thing about cats. They just like men. When you want them around, they know where to be found. Come here. Watch. Come here. You see how, look how. I feel like I should pay Yamanika. Like this is like a comedy special. I got to watch. Oh, what a great accent. That bag of trash. (laughs) I didn't get a chance to figure it out. Caught you slipping. (laughs) (laughs) He's watching your hands. You trying to sneak up on the cat? Yeah, yeah, that, that ain't happening. He's watching her hands. He's like, I, I know what those do. <laughs> and if they're not grabbing food, I don't want to have anything to do with them. Those aren't really her cats. Hi, why did you sneak up on the cat? <laughs> she just brought them in. I don't know you, lady. If you open this door, I'm out of here. Right, right. <laughs> And just like a man, he thought he could relax and enjoy himself, and then you said, "You're mine." <laughs> that is a cute cat. I like cats that look. What what kind of cat is that? He's a calico. That's a calico. Yeah. Are those the types just... that act kind of like dogs? No, he's also a, a beagle mix, uh, <laughs> a bangle mix. I mean, a big difference. Big difference. I know. But damn, you can't nobody ever have a hiccup around you? Shit. No, this is real journalism, okay? This is a this is a award-winning broadcast presentation. If you haven't noticed, well, we are top level. And let me explain something to you. Melissa's laughing, Jay's laughing, says hello, Antonia's laughing, Shelby's laughing, Evolving Mama's laughing, Baby Ruth Candy's laughing. Tell me something. You're cat's, not cat's getting in the trash. Oh, and this is Brooklyn. No, be quiet. You act like you never, you ain't got no trash you got to take downstairs. There's a reason. There's a reason we're not filming at my house. My house is a dump. No, I just had to get, um. All right. Little show for the people. Hey, now. Watch her. Hey, Andre, she's about to go. Oh, did I? (laughs) Now, Brooklyn. What's up, Brooklyn? Oh, I like. That's the way my cat used to look. Yeah. Yeah. He's more patient. 
Let me let's turn it off to trash, Brooklyn, because before people making fun of me because I got pictures of my cats. And that's my cat back there, Forbes magazine. He passed. Oh. His name yeah, is Forbes. Oh. Yeah, Forbes magazine. And we have his ashes and his pictures up there in his paw prints. Hmm. Now making sense. And Brooklyn is like, he's a little <laughs> senior cat, but we praying he got we praying for his kidneys. You know, he got a little bit of kidney problems. A little bit of thyroid problems, you know. He taking pills, but he's still keeping in there, ain't he? Right. Living a good life with the TV star Yamanika. Catch her on Life of Beth. Mm. Um, my cats are the stars in this house. Well, you're a star no. to us. What TV shows are you on right now? Or can you tell us anything? Anything new coming up that you could break on Two Funny Mamas? Anything you want to bang out? <laughs> well, you know me. I never like to talk about stuff until it's in the can. Right. But I am I am going to start a, a production on a show uh, in January. Um, and that's all I can say about that for now. It's and exciting. Um, it's exciting. And I'm going to um, tape a couple of other projects, so. When when I can tell you guys, I'll be I'll come back here first and tell you guys before I tell the world. So okay. I'll do that if you guys will let me. I want to for you as well. So the 29th here in St. Louis, B flat coming home for the holidays is going to be live mm-hmm. at our club up the street, Central Stage. Tina D Ball, Precious well, J going to be on the show with her. It's going to be very funny. The 29th, and if everybody plays nice. Yamanika will be coming in the coming months as well. So there it is. It's exciting times. And Andre too. Andre will be here in March with Kim and Sherry at the Grandel. Mm. It's exciting. Andre, what else? What's before we get out of here? What do you, uh, why should people come follow you on your Instagram? What do you have coming up that's exciting to you? What's exciting to me? Um, The response to the Gray Fox character has been unbelievable. So I'm actually working on a script for the Gray Fox. Well, that's the, that's the dude from the 70s vibe that I created. Yeah, so I'm working on a script and actually I'm meeting with somebody today at three o'clock and we're talking about how to get that going. So I'm excited. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Look at you. It's going to be a big year for you, sir. I, I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. Well, every, every, it's, it's, it's happening. Slow but sure. It's so I'll talk about the guy that made it the year he turned 48. Andre Levin. I'm proud of her. Mm-hmm. Proud of Me him. too. And Yamanika, <laughs> follow her. You can go check out the podcast. She's live streaming yep. all the time on YouTube. All the time. And 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 let me say this, just to kind of wrap up. I love when I am having these conversations for black men to come into the room and to have their conversation. We don't stop anybody. Many times people are like, get them out of here. I don't stop anybody when they come in with their conversation. I like to have a dialogue. I like people to be engaged in thought. Let's go into 2023 saying that we want to be better than we were in 2022. Spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and in health. I mean, I 
I'm not feeling well right now. So I think anything is going to be upgrade from this. But hey, I look- for not feeling well, you just made people laugh for an hour plus and brightened a bunch of people's day as well. Andres and I's not so much, but you were here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I really appreciate you guys. I know it was very low energy today. It was very Please. taxing. You're but so. I'm glad to be here. You're what I, I joke around about, uh, you know, being a pain or everything, but you and obviously Sherry and Kim for creating this platform, love hanging out with Andre. It is so fun. And we are so lucky that those two ladies have such a great reputation that so many funny people, including the two of you get to come on here and cut up. And I know it's uh you're sick or whatever you got both. You have a bunch of projects going on. So I know all the fans are thankful and that's one of the things I love about this whole thing. I could be doing a bunch of different. I don't have to do this. It's fun and I love it. And it's it's a treat coming on here. So I know we're all being self-deprecating at times today, but Yamanika, you're extremely funny and so are you, Andre. And it's it's a good time to hang out with you. So I want to let everybody Thank know that. You. That's we how I feel. You. And happy Even, holidays. What's, what is, and, and no, what's, what is happening on his screen right now? Why are you doing this? What is I that? I cannot be on. It's oh, this is open the credits to Ray Fox Man. I saw a bunch of clan members. I'm gonna post it on IG. I'm gonna post it on IG so you can see it. Oh, Pretty I cool. It. I did well, all the graphics. Before it swings back around to uh, to <clears throat> some other white person's relatives in there, not mine. Uh, Yamanika, this is unique to the show. Sherry talked about working out with you. A couple people have asked about it throughout the show. You've been busting your tail working out. Before we get out of here, do you want to just give an update or let us know how that yeah. workout went? Because um, people are interested. I, wanna... I meant to get to it earlier. Sorry. So if you don't mind, I just want to spread my wings on this, how important this is, because there has been another, um, the journey of weight loss has gone through different phases. And it's important for you to have grace for yourself. I initially got into this idea that I needed to work out because I was told that I was a disgusting fat bitch who was not deserving of love. And Andre's very sorry that he got <laughs> drunk and said that to you. And I'm not saying it. that for sympathy. I'm just saying that a lot of people, their <laughs> initial response to getting into weight loss and working out is because someone has pushed them there in some type of negativity. But it did, even through that, it didn't stick. What started to stick for me is... I went through the process. I never gave up there. I've got addicted to boxing. I love boxing. I love doing the weights. Some people have commentary about me not losing weight fast enough, what I need to do. For me, what I've learned is every step of this journey of weight loss was about finding something that I wanted to do, finding something that fit into my schedule that I look forward to doing. And I don't feel like it's a chore. And also taking advantage of praising myself for the progresses that I have made for the sizes, you know, my body is shaping in a different way. There's different uh, outfit options I can have. I feel strong. I feel powerful. I feel like when I watch like these shows on TV with the American Ninja and stuff, I may not necessarily be able to do it, but I'm like, oh, I think I could train to get to that because I'm building up my stamina. So I'm giving myself grace. In the last week, just for an update, um, 
I've determined that some of the things that have been holding me back have been emotional things that have been a hiccup on my eating journey. So to deal with that and the process of that and to cleanse my system and still, even if I have a hiccup there, not to hate on myself so much has really opened me up to being more like, oh, clean eating, good, wholesome eating. I just had the chicken. I just had the Brussels sprouts. They tasted good. They're getting into my system in a good way. I'm proud that I made it. So every part of journey for working out and bettering yourself and your health, even your mental health, is about you acknowledging the steps that you have made because a lot of times we acknowledge where we make missteps or we feel like we're not moving fast enough and those things can be deterrent. So I'm just learning more and more to appreciate myself, love myself and say that I can do um, things that I never thought I could could do. And I'm bench pressing 135. When I first started, I wasn't even able to do that. I'm That's able awesome. to sit up curls. I wasn't even able to get off the ground, you know? So I'm proud and I encourage anybody who, you know, if you want to shoot me a DM and ask me about some things, I'm here to help. I'm here to motivate. I'm here to um, tell anybody that they can do it, but it, it has to start with you wanting it to, to really do it for you. Not because you want to prove a point to somebody, not because you want to, you know, show them or do this. It has to be because you want to do it. It starts up there. If I can piggyback off of that, definitely it starts up here and give yourself grace. Don't set unrealistic expectations. You didn't gain it overnight. You're not going to lose it overnight. Uh, it's a lifestyle change. You know, uh, I, I know people that went and got gastric bypass or whatever. And then a year later, they're big again because they didn't change their lifestyle. It's making the choices in what you eat. Like we joke, but I drink a crap load of water. So that keeps me from being hungry. So I just be eating whatever I make choices. These nuts I've been snacking on. Uh, I do uh, intermittent uh, fasting. So I'm such a kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> Andre, uh, Andre himself <laughs> wanted to make a joke, as he said. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, that's, I, I acknowledge you working out. I'm proud. I see. I see it. I get it. It's awesome. So keep it going, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But anybody who's on that journey too, thank you for uh, tuning in and showing support to uh, to Yamanika. So many nice comments. Uh, Tia M says, "I'm proud of your journey, wisdom, and selflessness to include us in your journey. We all need this support. Thank you, Yamanika. Feel better and keep it inspiring." Count of Marie says, uh, "True that, Andre." Uh, Daphne likes intermittent fasting. Uh, Kristen says, "Love the podcast." Uh, BJ Riggs says, yes, yes, get better and take it easy. Pray that you feel better, Yamanika, from Ms. Michelle. Uh, Four Sons says, amen, lights, uh, weight loss, and getting a healthy body is all about you and you only. Bravo, Yam. There's so many more, and I could read for the rest of the day. Nadine's mm -hmm. appreciative that you cleared it up. Mark uh, said, D's nuts. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, what great comments. Thank you guys so much for oh. those comments. Thank Just you. yes, thank you. And again, two funny mamas fans, you all make this possible. There's 
pushing to 61,000 subscribers, which is great wow. considering wow. all the stuff that yeah. has gone on and all the entertainment options out there. Support Yamanika, support Andre. Hell, support me. Two Funny Mamas yeah. with Kim and Sherry will be back next week. Thank you, Yamanika. Thank you, Andre. Give them a follow on Instagram. Fans, you're amazing. We've got more uh, to come in the new year. So thanks, everybody. We'll see you soon. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Funky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, Targeted electronic newsletter. Experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.